Welcome to our fourth podcast titled Champions of Hope and Leadership. I am Ben Kirby, Superintendent of Lake Orion Community Schools. The inspiration for this podcast comes from the amazing people that have shaped me, inspired me, and given me hope as I have navigated my career as an educator. And more importantly, the people who I have witnessed be champions of hope and leadership for the tens of thousands of students and adults that I have crossed paths with throughout my life. Today on this episode, we have Ms. Kathy Schrock, and Kathy is a veteran teacher with us at Lake Orion High School, where she works with many students to prepare for successful futures in many areas. Kathy is a leader at Lake Orion High School. As a teacher, she is truly a champion of hope for many across Lake Orion High School. Because of her impact, she was selected as the Teacher of the Year for Lake Orion High School. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Mrs. Schrock, thank you for being here. Tell us what it feels like to be recognized as the Teacher of the Year at Lake Orion High School, one of the larger high schools in the state of Michigan. It was an unbelievable experience. Um, to say I was shocked and surprised would be an understatement. Uh, they got me really good at the beginning of a staff meeting. Um, I'm still giving Vernon a hard time about, right, <laughs> about right. that announcement, um, but it, it was very, very special. This is my 14th year as a teacher at um, LOHS, and I'm a graduate of Lake Orion, and so I'm a lifelong dragon, and I have a daughter that is a student at Carpenter, and so to be recognized, especially with all of these wonderful people that I work with, like I learn so much every single day from watching my colleagues and talking with them in the copy room and hearing the different activities that they do and having those conversations. And so to be chosen and recognized amongst them, like I, I'm still in shock and it's yeah. been, it's been a couple months and I'm still in shock. Yeah, that's awesome. So how did Mr. Burden get you, get you, you talk a little bit about you owe him. Um, did he <laughs> yes. do something to get you like not thinking about it or how yeah, that work? So um, at the, he told us we were testing the communication system that we use um, when administration is wanting to communicate things with teachers, like for drills and things of that nature. And so he sent out a message via that system and said, if you got this message stand up and so everybody around the Kiva started to stand up at the staff meeting um, so he was you know playing it off like we were testing to make sure that the messages were going out and then he sent a secondary message that said along the lines of like um, please sit down if you are not Kathy Srock, you know teacher of the year and the funny thing is my my phone was taking a second to load and so people around me started to sit down. And so I like started to kind of get to get ready right, to get into the sitting right, position myself. Right. And then finally, if my phone refreshed, you know, because we were in the Kiva and that's mm -hmm. um, concrete walls. So the signal's right. not always great. And yep. uh, so I then, of course, you know, stood back up. But he, he got me good. I did not expect it to be like that. And, you know, it was funny, too, because we've you know been working through using this system and so there's been days where we get so many different alerts um, on this system and so when he said we were testing it like everybody groaned right. um, and so I I did not expect it to happen that way yeah. um, and it was it was pretty impressive yeah that was that was very creative on Vern's part um, I don't know if you remember or not but I was there that day <laughs> um, we try to make uh, every effort to celebrate our teachers of the year especially for the um, for our district mm -hmm. um, but it was really nice to be there um, there were some really special people that made appearances on that day uh, and not including me I'm not the special person I'm referring to but there's some special people in your life that that showed up on a video yep came down the ramp. Tell us a little yeah. bit about those people. Um, so my 
um, longtime friend who we started teaching together. Um, I got hired in in August, and she got hired in in December um, of the same year. And so we taught a bunch of the same classes. She uh, has since taken a job closer to home. She's got two young boys. But Lindsay Finkbeiner, who was a teacher here at LOHS, and we coached forensics together for many years, uh, she had recorded a video um, you know, congratulating me, and that that was such a surprise and right. made me cry. Yeah. That, I think that was everybody's goal was yeah. let's make Kathy cry. Awesome. Um, and then in person, uh, my husband and my daughter were here, and my mom and my stepdad, um, as well as my dad and my stepmom and my brother. And then I was shocked. I, like I thought, like my emotions were over, you know, on overload at that point. And then uh, Vernon got me good again. Right. Um, and my sister had recently moved in December to Texas for mm -hmm. three years. My brother-in-law is an engineer, and his company relocated him down to Texas for a couple of years. And my sister had flown in with my niece and nephew uh, for the announcement. And I, I really lost yeah, it then. Lost like that, that, I was kind of right. holding it together right. with the tears, but I, um, that was such a shock and surprise. So to have my family here. Um, with my, you know, my LOHS family, like it was really, really special. Yeah, that was a really a neat day, and it was fun not watching you cry necessarily, <laughs> but just seeing the emotion and knowing the uh, impact that all of those individuals had and the support. And uh, you know, as as a district level person, you hear about a lot of like great things that happen in the building, and your name is certainly attached to many of those. So it was no surprise to see you celebrated that day, and um, the passion that people had for you. Do you know who nominated you? I'm aware of a couple of my colleagues that nominated me, um, as well as my one of my department chairs. Um, and I have a couple of students that I think were part of it, but I'm not 100% sure. But just based off of some of the things that were shared mm -hmm. um, during those, you know, during the presentation. Um, but several of my colleagues had a, had a role in that. Yeah. And part of the process, which I really appreciate here at Lake Orion, is it's about your colleagues, it's about the students, and it's about parents as well all chiming in to uh, nominate and, and ultimately uh, bring you forward and, and that you did. We're very thankful that you're a teacher here at Lake Orion High School, uh, the best high school in the state of Michigan. But so your journey as an educator, what brought you into education? I don't believe that you thought you were going to be a teacher early in your life, and that's all you've, you've accomplished. You've done other things. Yeah, my life has kind of taken, I took an interesting path to get here. Um, when I was really little, I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. I used to, like we would go to garage sales and I would you know, buy old textbooks and I'd set up school in my basement. And my sister, um, the one that flew in from Texas is six years younger than me. So like okay. I would make her be my student right. in the basement growing up. Um, and uh, then when I got to high school, my life took a whole different path. Um, my freshman year, I, I'm an introvert. I actually have really bad public speaking anxiety, mm -hmm. um, which I like to share with my students because I think for a lot of kids that end up in my broadcasting classes and my speech classes and things like that, I think it's important for them to realize that just because something makes you nervous and anxious doesn't mean that you can't do it. Sure. Um, but I lucked out. I had a really wonderful teacher. He was the broadcasting teacher um, here at LOHS at the time. He's the one that brought broadcasting to Lake Orion Community Schools, uh, G. Brett Saunders. And I happened to get him my freshman year as a speech teacher. And back then, everybody had to take speech as part of a graduation requirement at Lake Orion. And I was petrified. Right. I used to sit in that class every day on the days we had to give speeches and just be a ball of nerves. I, I couldn't, I, I would wait to volunteer. Um, I couldn't tell you what my classmate said before me. And he saw something in me and started to really encourage me to um, consider 
a path with public speaking and with broadcasting. And so he encouraged me to take like the, you know, the first broadcasting mm-hmm. class. And I was terrified. Um, but I went ahead and decided to put it on my schedule and took it and fell in love with it and still feel massive anxiety, um, especially like in, like I'm much better in front of a camera or behind a microphone than I am necessarily in like a room full of people. I still get some anxiety with that. Sure. Um, but he encouraged me. And so I ended up taking every one of the broadcasting classes when I was here. Um, I ended up being a two-year member of our advanced class television production workshop. And so I, I had this made amazing educator that not only helped me through high school and some stuff that was going on in my family at that time, but like totally helped me find this new path. Um, and so I actually went to um, Oakland University. I got my degree in communications and journalism. Nice. And I worked for public access television for six years. Okay. And I, my senior year of college, I was doing my internship down at one of the Detroit stations. And I really enjoyed it. But at the same time, I was coaching at Oakview. And my path at that point had been to go work in the industry for 10 years or so and take that real world experience back into the classroom with me. Like, even though I shifted to broadcasting, I knew I always wanted to end up back in a classroom um, and be able to share that passion with my students. And so I was coaching at that time at Oakview, and I just found myself realizing that, like, while I liked my internship and I got offered a job at one of the other stations, it was the classroom was like working with kids is where I wanted to be. And so I'm sure my parents were thrilled because here I was graduating four years, totally debt free. And I'm like, Hey, I'm in my last, you know, semester of college. I'm almost ready to get my degree. I'm going to go back to school right away and get my teaching certificate. And so I took an accelerated program through Saginaw Valley and got my teaching certificate. Um, And during that time I worked um, as a journalist for the local newspaper, the Lake Orion Review. So I took photos and did layout design and covered the school board and all the different stuff. Um, And then uh, worked for public access television for six years in a variety of different roles. I started out as um, a production assistant and moved my way up to being outreach coordinator and working with volunteers and then eventually um, received the role of education director and kind of helped train people before I left that position to awesomely come start teaching at Lake Orion High School. No, that's that's fantastic and we're very very uh, happy and uh, privileged that you are part of our staff so thank you very much. Yeah. So what's something, uh, I guess I, I would say about the being an introvert, I think uh, it's really common for educators to be introverts, especially in front of their colleagues. Uh, I know many that, you know, they can be in front of students and they, you know, can be totally comfortable, but mm-hmm. talking at a staff meeting and those kinds of things really just put us in our shell. And, and I actually uh, am an introvert as well. Um, every time we do those personality tests, it always comes out, but you have to live in that shadow to do some other things. Uh, yeah. So, but you do it, do it well. So Thank you. good I for you. That. Yeah. I, um, I try to like the last couple of years I've been, um, emceeing the senior award ceremony at the end of the year sure. it's coming up in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm always a ball of nerves before it, but I always tell my kids like, push yourself outside of your comfort zone. That's mm-hmm. how you grow. How you and grow, so I try right. to practice what I preach. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Thank you. Well, speaking of <clears throat> educators, educators, uh, what's something great about teaching that you would share with aspiring educators? The best thing about teaching is the students. Um, when you are in the classroom and you are having um, one of those days where you can just see like their the light behind their eyes as they as they learn something new or if it's something that they've been struggling with and they reach that aha moment, 
uh, there is nothing quite like being able to make those relationships and realize that you've helped you know, them develop skills that they're going to use in the future. I know that, you know, a lot of my students are not going to go on and necessarily be, you know, do something in the English field or go on and be broadcasters, although a lot of them have been. Um, being able to teach them and help them develop skills that I know, like everybody needs good communication skills. Everybody needs good writing skills. And sure. so to be able to help them work through those different adversities and be a source of support for them, when they're going through difficult times, like we go into education because of the kids. And and the reward is getting to work with those kids and having that engagement and having those moments where a kid that's normally disengaged suddenly is engaged in a lesson or a kid that's been struggling finally it clicks. Those are like those are moments you can't you can't replace those moments. Like okay. they, you know, we'll we'll never be millionaires, we'll never be famous. Um, but we get to make a difference every single day, and that's pretty powerful. Yeah, that's a, that's a great reminder and uh, great, great words of wisdom. Appreciate that. Um, so we have some of the greatest uh, students, and you mentioned that, uh, in, the, in the nation, and it's right on our wall as they yeah. walk in in the front. But what are some ways that you interact with these uh, greatest high school students in the nation? Um, so in, in addition, obviously, to teaching all of the classes that I teach, um, over the last several years, uh, for many years, I was a forensics coach here at the high school. Um, when my daughter started school, I needed to kind of step away from that. Uh, she had a pretty significant speech disability when she was younger, and so I knew I needed to be able to take more of a driver's seat in her education, but she's doing wonderfully, and that's Great. thanks to yeah. the wonderful educators at Carpenter. Um, but... I've uh, coached forensics. I've uh, helped co-advise the Dragon Broadcasting Program for the last, gosh, 13 years now. Okay. Um, and I also work with our Sources of Support student leadership team, so SOS. So I'm one yeah. of the adult advisors for that, um, as well as kind of whatever they tap me for. Okay. <laughs> You're one of those people that has a hard time saying no. Probably, I do have a hard right? time saying no. There's a lot of things I do behind the scenes uh, that people are always surprised when they discover that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you are definitely one that make make uh, make things work behind the scenes and, and don't uh, run, run yourself to the front, that's for sure. So uh, I noticed uh, following you on Twitter that you are producing some videos to highlight your colleagues this week. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so in honor of Teacher Appreciation Week, um, a couple years ago it was something that I started with my Broadcasting 2 class. Normally fourth term every year is uh, I, I put away the Broadcasting 1 curriculum and I teach a Broadcasting 2 class, so they're a little bit more advanced. And one of the things that we do is we um, honor an LOCS staff member. And I leave it open to them that they can honor anybody that they want from their time as a student at Lake Orion Schools. Um, it can be a coach, it can be you know, a support person, uh, it can be a teacher, principal, et cetera. And so the kids, my only caveat is, is it can't be me. That okay. would be weird. That would be weird. Um, but so I let them pick anybody from their educational journey that they feel like has impacted them that they want to express their appreciation to. Uh, and it's been really fun to get, every year when we do this, it's, it's really fun. But this year I felt like there was such a great variety of educators and uh, support people from around the district. I mean, at some of the middle schools, one of my girls uh, chose her kindergarten teacher. Oh, wow. Like that That's was the awesome. person that yeah. stood out to her. Right. Um, and so I just think it's it's a really fun way for the kids to honor and express some appreciation to their teachers as well as staff members, as well as it's a great way to put some of their 
you know, in the intro level broadcasting classes, we don't share as, as much of their work. And so this is a kind of a cool way that like some of their work kind of gets pushed out there for the public. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And uh, certainly I'm sure your colleagues and those across the uh, the district really appreciate that because you, you, we don't always, that's one of the things about education. You don't really know the impact that you're having until later. And that kindergarten mm -hmm. teacher certainly was reminded of that. Yeah. Um, I know I was reminded of that as an assistant principal years down the road, those students that you worked with every single day, um, you know, and you really get those strong bonds. And so thank you for that. So uh, the noble profession of education, you know, that it is. And it, well, what are some ways that the community can support uh, educators, not just during this month um, or this week, uh, depending on how you look at it, but how, how can communities support educators in this time that is, you know, really has been, you know, divisive uh, for many? Um, well, I think that one, obviously every different building has their own, uh, like volunteer organization, whether, you know, the PTO, PTC, whatever mm -hmm. they call it at their various levels. Um, so we're always looking for, uh, volunteers and support for various activities throughout the district. I think getting out there and coming to the different things that our kids are involved in, um, whether it's sporting events or the plays, um, the art show, those type of things. And then just like being out there and supporting our students is a great way to also support our educators, to let them know that the work that they're doing out in the out is, is valued. Um, and to be honest with you, just a simple thank you. Like these last couple of years have been really, really rough. And most of the time when we hear from people, we hear from people because there's criticisms. Mm -hmm. And um, we're in this because we love kids and we want to do what's best for them. And so just to hear that, people recognize that, like that makes such a huge difference. But I think showing up for our kids also shows up for us. Yeah, no, that's great. Showing up, very key, mm -hmm. saying thank you, really, really powerful and impactful. And it's the same with, with us when we're working with the students, which drives uh, us as educators showing up for them every single day and, and really communicating with them is really important too. So, so, uh, we started out the school year uh, with a theme of Champions of Hope, uh, really put together what I felt was uh, a good day and some good energy. And we talked about uh, giving students hope and colleagues hope. Who's a person in your life that gave you hope as you were developing into the person that, uh, that you are today? Gosh, there's been so many people. Um, obviously, my mom is a huge source of inspiration um, for me and uh, has dealt with a lot of things in her life. And so she's really modeled to me what it means to be a strong woman and a strong mother. Um, and on the educational side, as I mentioned, G. Brett Saunders, um, BS as I like to call him, uh, he is still somebody that continues to mentor me even today. Okay. Um, you know, many, many years since I've graduated from LOHS. Uh, so he's a person. And then I, I'm really lucky that I'm surrounded by such a wonderful team of educators. Mm -hmm. So we've got uh, quite a great group of individuals that I can constantly turn to and get support from uh, down in the English office, as well as my colleague, Roger Smith, in the broadcasting, which he's probably really going to be irritated with me right now that I mentioned <laughs> him. Um, but I think that when you can be around like-minded, passionate people, it helps fill you with hope because it gives you that inspiration that you need because not every day is good. And we know that, like, especially in education. Um, and for students, not every day is going to be good, but that doesn't mean that there isn't something good that can come of those moments and the lessons that come from those moments. Yeah, great. Yeah, we've definitely had to do a lot of reframing over the last couple of years, that's for sure. 
for sure. So you are, you've mentioned a couple of times that you're a Dragon graduate, mm -hmm. uh, and obviously you work here at Lake Orion High School. Um, so the the bond, <clears throat> excuse me, the bond as a Dragon is strong for you. Um, I recognize that. Are there other family members that are involved that keep you involved in the Dragon community? Oh, yes. Yeah. So my daughter's um, a student at Carpenter. Uh, she's in fourth grade, so I'm a Dragon mom. Sure. Um, and uh, my sister used to be a teacher here at the high school. Um, and obviously, so I have multiple siblings that graduated from Lake Orion. So I have a sister and brother uh, that graduated in um, 08 and 2010. And then I have a sister that graduated in 2020, the COVID year, right. uh, with the parking lot graduation. And yeah. then I have a brother that's actually a senior and will be graduating in a couple of months, or not a couple of months, a couple of weeks now. My goodness, it's going by fast. Um, and then I have two stepsisters that went to Lake Orion. I have a sister-in-law that went to Lake Orion. Um, and then my mom, who is not originally from this area, but obviously brought my family out here when I was really, really little, um, she's actually a substitute now in the district. So it's really fun on days. Sometimes we can we can coordinate on if days I need to be out for different projects around the building and around the district. Uh, she sometimes subs for me. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing all that. And talk about that graduation in 2020 in the parking lot mm -hmm. and that was my first experience uh, as a superintendent uh, yep. first graduation and coming and really seeing uh, all of that that dragon pride and it was really clear on that day because uh, so so much went into making that day happen and it really was a special uh, special day not just because it was unique in the parking lot yeah. but uh, it was memorable for many it was high energy and yeah like, it, I mean it was fun it yeah. was a fun graduation it was fun like, they, there was a lot of things that that we lost that year but I think that the kids will always have that memory uh, it was a I mean in the fireworks show and everything afterwards um it was I mean the people that pulled that together yeah did a remarkable job it, yeah that, and that told me a lot about the community and really affirmed you know my decision to be part of it you know with all the all the planning that went into that all the partnerships and you like you talked about the the uh, fireworks and I know that that was a lot of work from our township supervisor Chris Barnett and you know I think some of the uh, car dealerships and things like that to put all the uh, support behind that but that was just amazing so well thank you for your inspiring work that you're doing with our students you're a true champion of hope for our students and staff thank you very much for uh, your work our guest today has been married to Jason for the past 12 years they have a daughter Izzy who she talked about a couple times uh, we thank Izzy and Jason for sharing Miss Kathy Schrock with us in the Dragon community we look forward to bringing another guest next month as we find another difference maker in our Lake Orion community. Thank you for listening today. I challenge our listeners to be that champion of hope for somebody, anybody. Go Dragons. <laughs>